Like you look look at the amount of goals we've seen just over the past couple of weeks. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, We're going to see some real highlights this season. Real ones. Yeah. Like I mean, this week we've got what? We've got Arsenal at Anfield. No, that's a hiding. Definitely Arsenal yeah. at Batterham. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> To FPL Bros, episode 27. We just finished game week three. Today you have myself, Derek, and you have James, and you have Jamie. Hi guys, how you doing? Good, how you? I'm not bad at all, I'm not bad. I've got a lot of stuff to talk about this week but it's certainly going to be a interesting interesting chat I, I would say yeah a lot <laughs> went on this week <laughs> I know Jamie's going to go on about his um, score yeah it's, it's, I it's mean I'm not, got... I'm not going to go on about it too much last week I was humble yeah, stop. And... <laughs> <laughs> this week, there's no reason for me to be humble because <laughs> Jamie oh. you're, you're lucky we're not doing a video call because if we were your big head would not fit into the video right now because you know after, after that game week you just had you're just walking around with some massive swollen head right now just grinning from ear uh, to ear I'm telling you it went from it went from I think first week I got 26 and then this week whoo, straight back into the top <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went, went from rags to riches literally yeah, yeah. one week Literally, I got an interesting stat here yeah, that um that Kodjo put on me, which is quite um embarrassing. If I didn't change my squad from last week, I would have got the most points. Mm. <laughs> you know what? I've read a lot about fantasy football, and one of the things I've seen it it's a lot. It's a bit like investments, isn't it? They say mm. that the most wealthy individuals or the most wealthy or successful portfolios out there of those of people who are dead because they just don't sell anything yeah so they don't they don't react to markets they don't react to things they don't buy and sell all the time so you know they actually end up over a long period of time gaining a lot of wealth and i think it's slightly similar with fpl isn't it where mm. you, you yeah. have one or two bad weeks with an individual and then you sell them but then they could have yeah. Then, then they obviously start returning, and you miss out on all those, all those points. So it's, it's probably about good to sometimes sit on your hands. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, I mean that that, but, that follows on quite nicely to what happened to me. I don't know. Is that what is, is that where you'd like to go? What happened to us during our week? Yeah. Tell me about your week, Jamie. You, you start because right. you've had a good I'll week. Start. I'll start. So like last week, poor. I mean. It was poor. I was I was touching bottom of the table of the FPL <laughs> It was dreadful, and it was just me and Kojo in last week's podcast, and we were talking about the team, and he was saying that like my picks weren't terrible. It was just an unlucky week, and this and that, and then it came around to picking out my substitutions, and I was like, oh man, should I just take a points hit? Should I use my wild card? You just get rid of these Spurs players. Marino's had a, a horrible <laughs> first week. Like these guys are dreadful. I was like, you know what? Let me just. I'm just gonna do a safe one. I'll change. I'll change. Pep, change Pepe for Willian because Willian's gonna play next week, and then I'll just leave it and see what happens. And boy, 
it went all right. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. It did real well. I mean, like my, one one good peak, and he jumped all the way up to wow, quite a big jump. Yeah, it was huge. Well, it was eighty-seven points total. I mean, I had yeah. Ings, Mitrovic, Son, Barnes. Like, all of those guys were big scorers this weekend, and then uh, yeah. I captained Trent, which got me double points. I think the only my only downfall was my goalkeeper. I had Pope, which unlucky, and then I had uh, a couple of Sheffield defenders, which wasn't which wasn't great. But yeah, uh, other than that, sure. it, was just, it was just points all around. You have Egan. Yeah, I've got Egan, but he luckily stayed on the bench, so he didn't get brought on because Doherty, Doherty stayed on. He was on the. A lot of people on the had bench. Egan, I bet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he would like like it's just if you follow on from what happened last season, it was like Sheffield players in defence. You were just. Like almost guaranteed to get a clean sheet or something, or sometimes even a couple of points. You never know with it because they're so tall. You might even catch a catch a goal off of the other end. It's just, uh, yeah. but it's not showing. It's not showing out really for them. But yeah, that was my well. That, that's really glory. good. You know, you, you, you you've jumped ranks. You're now I think 13th in the Originals League, and you're huge jump. Third third in the FPL Bros League. So yeah. you know you're doing really well. Um, I am. I'm I'm happy. I need that. What about, what about yourself, James? How was your week, eh? Hey? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was going to be good. Like, it was all the makings of being an amazing week. I thought everything's going right. I put Calvert-Lewin in my team. Put Richarlison in my team. Lacazette scored. I was like, Lacazette goal. Richarlison goal. Yeah, goal. Uh, start, start, yeah started off well. Calvert-Lewin got a hat-trick. I was like, oh, this is doing everything for me. I thought, you know what? Salah was amazing last week. So I feel like Salah's going to do this all the time. So you know, I took out Mane from my team. I put Salah in instead. Made Salah back. Oh, no. <laughs> I think in William. our FPL Bros chat, I did mention a few stats about Salah with yeah. away games and especially against Chelsea. And oh, wow. it looks like those stats came true. So one to be I, 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 believe, the I thought that it was just going to be different. So I just thought, you know what? No, stats. Emotion's gonna mean more than stats for this one in this game. I thought he's got, yeah. he had something to prove, but I was wrong. <laughs> and what do you call it, um, Egan, you got minus points for him, and I think yeah. you should have got some points for Triore because he almost got an assist, but Jimenez just missed it. I think. And William. Imagine William for Son. Oh my god. Oh no, gutted. You're burning. It's <laughs> <laughs> real pain. It's real pain. <laughs> Never mind, never mind. Uh, it wasn't a terrible week for you. It just wasn't the best, I would say. But it wasn't terrible. It could have been much worse, do you know what I mean? I need it to be amazing. I just need it to be amazing. But I was told that if I my first week, that I, if I kept all my old players, I would have got 92, 95, sorry. So oh, wow. that's, what, that's what, yeah, that's what hurt. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think what should hurt for you is your wild card already. I think that's bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Last when season, when everyone is getting hat tricks with Gareth Bill, you just be there sitting with Willian. <laughs> oh mate! <laughs> I do one sub at a time. I just do one sub at a time. But the thing is, last season, if you notice, I only use my I, I use my wild card. I didn't even use my wild card. So I just realised, let me just use yeah, it. Like I'm better to start rather than using it, like not wasting it. Because I, I, mm. I've been wasting, I've been using it. And when it gets to the end of the season, or when it gets to the end of like the transfer window and that sort of stuff. I already have the players I want, so I, I'm already okay. So I'm not really, do you know what I mean? I, I only use it because I want to get myself in, in good steed. Even though I don't have the players that are doing too well right now, I feel like week on week, I can make one or two subs and I can try and get myself back in. Yeah, that's the smartest thing to do. Only use it if you really have to. If your team is really suffering, then use it, obviously. 
But I know yeah. I'm already too late for That's me. Good. Um, my week wasn't terrible. It could have been better. My defenders all returned, which was good. Even though Taylor conceded quite a few goals, he still got an assist. Trent kept a clean sheet and Justin got a goal. So that was quite nice. Captain Aubameyang, which was a seventh yes, choice. Yeah, um, Rashford disappointed me, um, as I thought United would run riot over Palace, but he was nowhere to be seen, which was surprising. But hopefully he does better in his next game against Brighton. And then you had Son Mitrovic returning quite well for me, um, which was really good. So those two kind of saved my game week. Why did you use Adams? Because he's got a good track record in the championship. And he actually almost scored. It was a brilliant save from, uh, who was it they played? He, he had a point-blank shot um, against Lloris. Yeah, Lloris saved it. It was a brilliant shot. But I do think he's got, he's just getting a bit, he's getting warmed up, getting used to playing at this, you know, higher level. And he's, he's, he's a really good player. He's got a lot of potential. And up front with Ings, it, it can be a deadly combo, honestly. So Tyreek Mitchell got five points as well. Yeah, Mitchell got five points. He was on my bench, but that's two weeks in a row now he, he's returned. So one to watch out for. I know his next game is not an easy one. They've got Everton, but hey-ho, Everton were playing West Brom with 10 men, not Palace with 11. So you never know. They might keep a clean sheet. They might have a surprise there. But yeah, that that kind of links into the next topic so I wanted us to talk about obviously the, the top three point scorers this week um, as Jamie rightly identified we've got Son, Kane and DCL what, what are your think, thoughts on, on these three guys? I think Dominic Cavett-Lewin yeah I think he's a safe pair of hands to have in your team like, and just leave Sorry. him there did I say three? let me throw one more in KDB how dare we let's not forget him <laughs> so yeah go on yeah, I was just saying Calvert-Lewin is just, just put in there, leave him and keep it moving. Focus on all the yeah. other players. Yeah, fair enough. So you think Calvert-Lewin is it's basically a consistency now? Yeah, mm. he's template. Yeah, I agree, I agree with James. I think Calvert-Lewin, if you look at the new Everton side, Calvert-Lewin is just getting loads of service. Yeah. Like left, yeah. right, centre, people are chucking balls at him and he's just knocking them away. And Yeah. He's eating nice... I take back what I said about Carver Lewin because I didn't <laughs> I didn't rate him as much because based purely based on his performance last season he wasn't very consistent but he seems to be very hungry um, mm. to prove himself this year and he's getting brilliant service he's not only scoring goals with his feet but also with his head which is very deadly you know mm-hmm. so he's definitely he, one to he, kind of he, keep an eye on he's a poacher a goal poacher he's actually that <laughs> that new age goal. But those things are dying out. Now he's kind of brought it back. And it's, it's weird to see. And it's interesting as well. Yeah. Like, you know he's going to score more goals. Yeah. See, with him, like, I don't think you're, you're right. It's a poacher. It's like, it's, it's his athletic ability that puts him ahead. He's just strong. He's fast. He's first to the ball. Yeah. He pushes past people. He's not fancy. Like, he's not, he's not, he's not got a great shot in him or anything like that. He's just fast and strong. And, he, and he's got a keen eye for where, where to be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, it's easy to deliver. Like, it's, it's working for them. Mm. Kane and Son, Kane and Son, they'll get you points, but I don't think it's going to be every week. Some weeks they're going to no. have bad weeks. Calvert Lewin, I think pretty much you'll get a goal, almost almost a goal a game. Mm-hmm. You get more, yeah, you you average a goal a game. 
Yeah, no, I can with, see that with, as well. With Son's with explosiveness and being one of the best finishers in the Premier League, he's fast, he's good with both both feet, and he's got, you know, a decent team around him to service him. With Bill mm. coming into addition, you've got Bill there. How do you guys think it's going to work with the formation, with Spurs moving forward, more attacking-wise? How do you think that's going to be positioned by Mourinho, guys? Because um, they've got quite a few options now. I think, I mean, as soon as I heard about Belka, I was trying to think about it. Like, do you take, like, where do you put Kane? Where do you put Son? Yeah. Where, who do you put yeah. on the right? And in my yeah, head, Moira I or of that. So I, in my head, yeah. I don't know. In my head, right. I like, for me, I would put it as a 4-3-1 and I'll put Kane, Kane number 10, Son and Bergwijn on the wings and then, uh, no, not Kane number 10, Bale number 10 and Bergwijn on the wings and then Kane up top. And I just think that, that sounds little to me, but I don't know. Like you just don't know the reason. I would have, I would have flicked that. I would have put Kane in. I would have put Kane in the middle. Bill yeah. and Bergwijn on the wings, or Bill and Mora on the wings, and then Son up top. Oh really? Yeah. Because because oh, wow. Kane, Kane can be a hold can ball, get, isn't can it? Get the ball in the middle, hold it up for Son to do runs, and then lay it off. Yeah. I think yeah, they'll so. make it look like behind Kane, but Kane will sit back. I think they'll put that on there, but Kane will sit back yeah. a bit more because yeah, Son is far. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I but think since man, since the start of last season, Kane's been dropping back a lot. Who? Son or Be- oh Kane? Yeah, he has, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, I think deeper. what it is, I think Kane's realizes that like when Kane first burst onto the scene, he wasn't exactly particularly fast, but he had a good like first twenty yards. It's like he yeah. used yeah. that first <laughs> that burst to get past people. You know what I mean? And he doesn't have it. It just doesn't have it. He realizes that that's not. So what happened at the weekend? You notice Kane quickly realized that oh they're playing a high line. All right, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna mm. take it out. I'm gonna come deep. I'll take it out wide and you just run. So I'll find you. Just run. You're fast. Yeah. <laughs> you just go ahead and I'll knock you. <laughs> and it happened four times over. And yeah. Stuff, and Honestly, they were so good. Yeah. It worked but out. I don't perfectly. think that's happening. I just can't see it. Like I'm, I mean, Mourinho. Mourinho's. I think he's just as bad as Pep. Like, I mean, in the past, if you look at Mourinho's teams, all of his teams, it's just been, he's focused on defence and midfield and, they said, and he's had, like, star attackers and he said, all right, you lot just figure out what's happening up top. And I'm not sure that that's going to work for the Premier League because it's quite a tactical league. Like, lots of these teams play low blocks. They try and figure you out. And I, I don't know, I just don't see, I don't see Son and Kane or even Bale, like, doing that well later on in the season or for the long term throughout the season. I feel yeah. like a lot of the teams to watch have invested very heavily in their midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something we were talking about before, so in the last season, about the simplicity of having a midfielder that can pass the ball to a striker. Yeah. Oh, man. That's underrated. Yeah. It's very underrated. Now, like, I don't think Spurs are one of the teams that have invested in the midfielder that can do that. But there's mm-hmm. not many teams. Like, there are teams that haven't invested in that. Man mm-hmm. City have that. Liverpool have that. Mm-hmm. United have that. And Chelsea have it. And I feel mm. like the team that don't have it will be hurt. Yeah. You're not always going to face, what is it, Southampton? Is it Southampton they play? You're not always going to face yeah. them. You know, like, it's, it's about it's about the midfield. Because who have they got? They've got that Hold, Hold, Holdberg kid. And that's it. That's yeah. It's scary. It's scary. There was a lot of creativity lacking. Let's play it that way. Yeah. It was, the reason I've had to lose because they were playing 2019, 2024. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, this season is going to be different. This season, like, the levels are going to go up for every team. So, if people are playing, like, from last season, they'll get hurt. So, people are going to have to adjust. And I think the adjustments will be made by Christmas by pretty much all teams. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All yeah, right. So definitely keep Calvert Lewin. <laughs> definitely keep Calvert Lewin. All right. Yeah. And Son and yeah. Kane are maybes. Yeah. Maybe. Everton. We'll see how it goes. They got Everton has invested in that. Ancelotti has been very smart with his investment in his midfielders. So the next topic was obviously some of the surprises that we had. One of the biggest being the Villa win. Not only just a win, but a lovely defensive fixture for them. Thoughts on some of the stars on of that match there, guys? So you've got Konsa with, with the goal, and then you've got Mings with the assist, mm-hmm. and you have Martinez with the penalty save. Are they one to keep an eye on, guys? Is, is probably Martinez the go-to keeper f- for the season? I would have Martinez. I mean, I would have him all. And I'm saying that also because I'm biased because he's an ex-Arsenal player. But man, save his houses. <laughs> Literally save his houses. In the 10 games towards the close-up of the season, I don't know if you guys were focusing on Arsenal, but man, he was unbelievable. And it wasn't like he was just playing against any, any kind of side. He was playing against Liverpool, mm. Man City, yeah. Chelsea. And, yeah, and yeah. came away from those games with three points. He was very whim. good. Do you know what I mean? So I think if I don't know how much he costs, but man, he's a he's a top he's, top top He's, top he's talent. very cheap. He's four point five. Wow. I might I'm, I might actually have to make a transfer. You yeah. know, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but but can I just let you know his next fixture is against Fulham, which is okay. But then he's two after that is Liverpool and Leicester and Leeds. And yeah. everyone is sleeping on Leeds. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. I'm about to get to that. Like you see how last season everybody were getting all these Sheffield United players and that sort of stuff. This season yeah. it's Leeds players. Like people yes, need to people Leeds, need to see who is popping the Leeds and get themselves mm-hmm. someone from there because those are yeah. the ones that are gonna like Escape you, escape you those little points here and there. Like they're they're gonna do. It. I don't know them yet, but I'm I'm trying. <laughs> I know. Bam- um, so you've got you've got um Aileen, which is the one that Marley nut nutmegged, and then he nutmegged him back. He's he's okay. Um, yeah. He's he's more of a um wing back, and then you've got Kilic. Sorry if I'm saying the names wrong, but he's a midfielder, and he takes the penalties for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then obviously. So you've got Bamford, but I don't really rate Bamford. No, I don't rate Bamford. I'm not going to lie. He gets numbers, man. He gets numbers. I, I've been watching. He's been get, He's been consistent. Even last season in the, in the Championship, he was getting consistent assists and goals. He holds the ball up well, and he's an engine. So it, he's got a lot of trust in him. His manager has a lot of trust in him. And he's, mm-hmm. he's a nuisance. He's a nuisance to opposite defenders. So I can't fault him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure about Leeds For me, he's yet. got lots to prove. Jury's out for me. I mean, not that they're not going to be a good side, but they concede. Like, I'm concerned yeah. about that. Like, it's like, it's all good and well, they're scoring goals if you get yeah. the attackers, but anywhere in midfield and defence, like, they've been bleeding goals, bleeding yeah. them against teams that you shouldn't be getting scored, like, that shouldn't score against you. So, I don't um, know, we'll see. The thing is, yeah, Fulham, to be honest with Fulham, like, they are an attacking side. They are actually an attacking side, isn't it? Like, mm. also one other thing as well is I have to pay some respects to um, oh, what's his name, man, my guess, um, Parker for signing Ariola because Ariola is a terrific signing. That's going to mm. completely, completely different dynamic for their season. That's going to be yeah. a lot more difficult for them to go down. Yeah, I know yeah. Ariola from FM. <laughs> Football manager. <laughs> he, he, he was an early purchase for me and most of my side. He's a good keeper. Very good keeper. Very good keeper. He's, he was the PSG number one until mm-hmm. Navas came in. Yeah. 
you're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. So, what we just mentioned, obviously, we're saying Leeds defenders might be the ones to look at, or Leeds players in general might be the ones to look at. Obviously, last year you had Lundstrom and some of the other Sheffield defenders. Are they still worth looking at this year? Are they still worth the value they were offering last year? So far, no. So far, no. I think if we're going to be looking at defenders, I think we need to start paying attention to Brighton defenders because they seem to be... I agree with random. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Brighton have got some Sheffield, OK fixtures coming up as well. I think the Sheffield defenders were more... To, it seems like speculation. They, 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 it was more to do with the goalkeeper rather than the defenders because they had Henderson last year, right? No, I just saw the yeah. United game just now against um, Luton and Henderson made some amazing saves. Honestly, exactly. Like, yeah, like he's he's the real deal. Like I honestly think he's a real deal now. Like I didn't yeah. believe it last. I thought it might be the defenders, but I don't know anymore. I don't well, know anymore. Well, I don't. Gay starting the next game after this game he just had just now. Yeah, he left and then they lost their clean sheets. It's that simple. So yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe 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 it's nothing to do with defenders. Maybe they they were just yeah. nicking nicking some points off of him. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. maybe he's the one. Right. So Brighton defenders are the ones to look at and maybe Sheffield jury's still out because now they haven't got a keeper behind them. It's, it's worrying. Yeah. Brighton, Brighton's fixtures aren't too bad where Sheffield is awful. So yeah, I would probably look at Brighton. I think Sheffield, there's no way Sheffield are beating Leeds. I just don't believe that. Like it's a derby match, don't get me wrong, a Yorkshire derby, so it'd be a big game. But I just mm. don't really see it in Leeds. Mm-hmm. All right, see ya. Fair enough. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. So, obviously, we've had two game weeks. Well, technically, we've had three game weeks so far. And we've seen some teams receive a battering. So, sorry, we're coming into our third game week. Are you guys conscious of any teams that you need to completely avoid, i.e. West Brom? And do you think they're basically going to be the new Norwich? Mm. I think... I don't think West Brom will be the new Norwich per se. I think they'll put on a better fight than Norwich did, simply yeah. because they got a better manager. I think this season is probably going to be, honestly, in all honesty, the season's behind closed doors because I think this will probably be one of the best seasons in a while. This is going to be a terrific season, I think. It's got all the making because the teams are all looking really, really good and they haven't even yeah. started. That's how mm-hmm. time goes on. All the teams. Um, I think the whipping boys are West Ham. Oh yeah, really? Um, I wouldn't. Yeah. I can't. Like the thing is, yeah. If you asked me last week, well, actually, we spoke about it last week. I said Fulham, Fulham are the whipping boys because of what Arsenal did. And then I saw Fulham put up a decent, decent game against wow, Leeds, nice. somewhat. Yeah. And then West Ham, I saw West Ham put up a decent. They were solid. They were organised against Arsenal. So West Ham played well against Arsenal. Exactly. Very, very yeah, well. Very organised. I think the issue is still a makeshift patchwork team. They got a, yeah, a winger playing. They've got a bunch of players playing out of position. It's just, mm. it's not a real team. I don't, like, it's, it's, it's going to give. When it gives, it's going to give badly. And you're going to see, you, you might even see Leeds give West Ham a 5-0 hiding. I think that's a possibility this season. Yeah, I think that's the thing, though. No, really, though. So, like, I don't, I would be in any teams that have come up their defenders just because of the amount of money that is being spent on attacks by the top six. When yeah. the teams see those top six strikers, it's a different ball game, man. Like, like an organised attack against Fulham, an organised attack against West Ham, like Mane, yeah. Firmino and Salah against West Ham defenders. Do me a favour, like, literally. It's gonna the be, thing it's is, gonna be, it's going to be sad. It's more of a thing of, like, the top six, 
I'll, okay, I'll, I wouldn't. I'll say the top seven, the top eight, top eight. I'm gonna put in um, Everton in that. I'm gonna put in a couple of teams, but once yeah, I've put in um, Everton. I've got to put in um, Leicester as well, and I have to put in Spurs and I have to put in Arsenal. Once their attackers get hot and start to get some kind of momentum, it's just a matter of time before they get a goal. Mm-hmm. And that's all of those teams I mentioned. So that's that's United, City, Liverpool. Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, Everton, and Leicester. Mm. Yeah. No, so after after the games this game week coming, um, I reckon Liverpool will be at the top of the table. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> because Wait, City are playing know. Leicester. So City are playing Leicester. Leicester, who are currently top of the table, will be playing City. Mm-hmm. I think City will win that, but we'll see what happens. But if City win, then obviously City go to six points. Leicester stay at six. Liverpool will be playing Arsenal, both on six points. That will move Liverpool to first if they win. And Everton will be playing um, Palace. So if Everton and Liverpool both win their games, then they will both be moving to the top. So you have Merseyside at the top of the table. That's interesting. That's a funny That's a funny mm. way of looking at it. Because I looked at it from the other perspective. I looked at it from the perspective. Arsenal will beat Liverpool, then they'll go top. And then Crystal <laughs> Palace will beat Everton. <laughs> <laughs> That is a very good part. The thing is, I'll be, I'll be real with you, yeah? I'll be real with you. There's a possibility that Arsenal could draw, but you have to remember that Arsenal were playing Liverpool in Anfield. That's a different thing. It's not normal. Yeah. Getting man yeah. out is very, like, very... I, it's, it's weird. Like very, I've got deja vu. Like, I remember having this conversation. Well, as well. Be, like, Anfield, Anfield, it's a different thing. It's so it's so crazy, but there's no crowd. There's no atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna tuck you in. I don't, I don't, <laughs> it's not the crowd. It's not the crowd. I think they're just used to the pitch. Honestly, yeah, just, I think when players play on the pitch so much, they just get used to it in a certain way that they feel they get that extra bit of confidence. Obviously, the crowd is a motivating factor, mm-hmm. and it can change games, especially when you're losing. But I think when you're playing on your home turf, you just have a bit more confidence. Mm. One thing I want to flag. It's like yeah. yeah. It's true. What's on the flag yet? Until Everton play Liverpool, yeah, they don't. They do not have a fixture that they will lose. I do, I, I think that they will lose it. I think they're going to win every fixture until they play Liverpool. If they beat Liverpool, they're going to have a momentum that they've never seen before, and that mm-hmm. momentum that Everton could start talking and discussing and feeling like they're going to win the league if they beat what? Liverpool. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's a that's that's big talk, James man. That's big talk. I've seen lots of people hit purple patches in the first, like it's been two games. Game week five. Everton played Liverpool. I mean, game let's, let's, let's not let's not say if someone beats Liverpool, they're gonna win the league. Okay, let's just <laughs> take it week by week. <laughs> um, yeah, take it week by week. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. But in in that sense, looking at the two big games this weekend, so Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester City, what are your thoughts in terms of the the scores? And actually, I'm going to throw in Everton Palace because that is a pretty important game, and Palace are in good form and they played really well against United. They played amazingly against United. Mm-hmm. They outplayed them. So score predictions on the three games. Um, so I'll start with you, James. Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester City, um, Everton Palace. Okay, Liverpool Arsenal. I mm. see that being um, a three-two win for Liverpool. Okay, goals galore. Uh, yeah, goals galore. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be very very leaky. A lot of goals on both sides. Man City Leicester. 
I think Man City will win 3-1. Actually, no, it might even be 4-2 or 4-1. Like, I think Man City will comfortably win. And it will mm. be... Interesting. Leicester will put up a fight and they'll show that they can play. Maybe a Vardy goal. But Man City are going to win that very comfortably because they're just, they're just getting up. They're just ramping up. And when they get comfortable, it's a problem. Crystal Palace, Everton. I think that's... I don't know. I think it's a real big test for Everton to see if Everton are the truth or not. If Everton win that, people need to worry about Everton. But at the same time, Crystal Palace, they... Like, people said they looked good in their last game. I don't really think they looked as good as everybody said they did, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think they looked good in their first game, but in that Man United game, they only came alive literally right at the end of the game. It wasn't like they were good throughout the whole entire game, so... For like, me, like, they were. First game, Crystal Palace against... Who was it against again? Southampton. That was just like yeah. one goal as well. And like, they, they, they're defending well, and you know, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Everton... If they allow Everton to play and get comfortable, if they allow Alan to pass the ball all around and that sort of stuff, it's just going to be more of the same. Like they allow Dinger to get those, the Dean to get those kind of um, those balls. It's, it's more of the same. It's more of the same. They don't close down um, James Rodriguez. It's it's going to be a problem for them. And I've just seen too many angles for Everton to try and get at them. Um, I feel like um, what's his name? Um, uh, Moyes Keane. He's he's hungry. And the delivery is going to be getting this season completely different to what he got last season. So I think he can start to become the Everton Moise King. But yeah, no, the Juventus Moise King, sorry. But yeah, that's my prediction. Oh. No, I, didn't give, I didn't give a prediction for the Crystal Palace game. I predict that game to be 2 2. Crystal Palace Everton. Oh. All right, and draw. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jamie? Everton Palace? I don't know, man. That's like, it's like heads or tails. Like I, look, I don't know. I feel like it's so close. Just because of the form that I saw Palace on uh, at, with Man United, I just yeah. don't know. And I also, I feel like Everton's bubble is going to burst. I don't feel like it's going to last much longer than another couple more weeks. Like I don't know. I just see them slowing down a little bit and then being caught up. You think they're the first? Well, I just, I'm not sure about it. I just, I can't. I see that the midfield is very important, but I don't think that it's, it's so fixed that it's they're going to be able to ride on that throughout the rest of the league. And I feel like it's going to crumble down before end of October just because like it, it can only get you so far you know that in my opinion that is so I think I think I'm, I'm going to go with James I reckon it's going to be a draw because Palace are just going to shut up shop and they're very very good at that it's extremely difficult to break down Palace when they're at home mm-hmm. and when they're not interested in letting any players kiss yeah. you know they're just going to have they're going to, they're going to have Zaha standing stand in the pitch they're going to hoof it long to him and let him try and wriggle or nick a goal or get a penalty or something like that and that's going to be their game plan I reckon I don't feel like yeah. they're going to go at them and that's going to cause Everton some real troubles because I mean even Man City on their day can't break down a Palace like Palace at home like it's yeah, yeah. They're, they're very good at it yeah. but, um, so I'll go with either a 1-1 one, one draw maybe Palace nick a win but I'm going with like a, a low scoring draw and cool. then we've got Liverpool Arsenal hmm I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna. Don't have to... If you can't call it, you can't call it. But no, no, I'll call you can it. Share I'll your call thoughts. It. I'll say, I'll say, either a draw or uh, Liverpool win. I think either okay. a draw, like draw, like two-two. I think it's gonna be high-scoring. Or mm. Liverpool win like two-one or three-two. Like it'll be like that. Like it won't be like they've taken the game away from us. It'll be pretty end to end, I think, and then it'll be like a lot, like someone scores at the end and they shut up shop, and that's it, you know. Yeah. But it depends. I mean, if Van Dijk wants a stinker again, I don't mind. We'll take all three points. <laughs> the thing is, I don't even see, I don't not see a one nil victory either. I don't not see it being a cagey match because 
both teams at this moment in time are quite similar. So yeah. they might come on some cancelling each other out type game. Like exactly. as a yeah, that's true. Seen it before. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like Klopp's not happy that Arteta's had him twice. I feel like like yeah. he might he'll act all comfortable and happy and smiley, but he's not he's not gonna walk into that game thinking, Yeah, I'm not gonna let him do three feet on me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree <laughs> yeah. with that. Right. Yeah. And what you about know? Leicester and City? Leicester City, um I think City will win. Like I said, I reckon this season Pep's out for blood and he's not he's not taking any prisoners. I think he's just gonna try and thrash to as much as possible, it's like he's not playing because it's kind of like he does, he like he peaks and troughs and peaks and troughs. And I think this is the peak that like last season was a trough, mm. obviously. But this season, he needs that, he needs that trophy, or else it's looking people are starting to question his legacy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, oh, so I think, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna put Leicester in their place. And I don't know what the scoreline will be, but I can imagine KDB doing a madness, and yeah. um, yeah, that's that's just the way I see it. Good, fair enough. So personally for me, I think I agree with you. Liverpool-Arsenal will be a high-scoring affair. I still see Liverpool winning it just because they're at home. And from what they've done to Chelsea in the past, at home and some of the other teams at home, they don't really lose at home. I can't see them losing it to Arsenal. So I'm going to be going for a high-scoring 4-3 or 4-2 to Liverpool. Interesting. Also based on the fact that Arsenal's defence is still kind of getting used to each other, whereas the Liverpool defence is a little bit more comfortable and familiar with each other. So I think they will be surprised some of these Arsenal defensive players playing against Van Dijk. Um, so playing against um, Salah and Mane, whereas Van Dijk and Fabinho will be accustomed to playing against the Arsenal strikers. Um, and they've learned their lesson, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> With Arsenal's last game, they were struggling to find creativity in, in the midfield and create opportunities. So I don't think they'll score as much. And they don't really score loads against Liverpool anyway. They kind of nick one or two goals here and there. So I think Liverpool's definitely going to punish them. And like you said, Klopp can't afford to have a three-peat. So, yeah, that's my prediction for that game. I think Arsenal are missing a kind of an Ozil character. <sighs> don't even say Ozil because he hasn't played. He hasn't. Ozil yeah. hasn't been Ozil in years. Ozil was playing with the under-23s this Oh well, but there you go. That's how that, yeah, he was 350k to play with the under 23. Scary hours. I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't even read far past as you're playing with the under 23. I didn't care. It is what it is. <laughs> that's just that's lost money as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea though, not as much lost money as Chelsea. Like. Mm-hmm. Over Kepa. Kepa's trying to throw them in the net. Yeah, Kepa's. <laughs> Kepa is definitely a double agent. Double agent Kepa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 100%. For the Everton Palace game, I'm on your vibe, Jamie. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. And mm-hmm. I can see Palace shutting up shop <laughs> and just being stubborn. The stubborn mm-hmm. Palace that just will hold the, the ground. Royal will, you know, round up the troops to be in front of the goal and literally just have Zaha up front ready to counter with... Um, are you ready to try and nick a goal and poach one so I think mm-hmm. it's going to be nil-nil but if a goal comes I see it coming from Palace to be fair so yeah. you don't think you don't think Ancelotti knows how to pick the Palace from defence it's not about picking the defence honestly with the sh- with the sheer volume they have I think Everton are going to be resorting to crossing the ball in they won't be trying to play balls through because they, they just don't that's not how they play okay they don't play mm. that game you, you can see historically from the goals that they've even, even scored it's been like shots 
just kind of outside the box or crosses or you know corners those are the kind of goals they scored they don't really do City Arsenal's like Liverpool type football where they try and get the ball through the middle so they're really going to struggle because you know that's that's what that's what Palace want they want their high balls the aerial balls I think Alan and um Hamas Rodriguez are capable of doing those balls we'll see I, I mean I see what you're saying James but I think I personally think that like uh, Derek's right where he says that like it's not it's not about picking apart the defence when there's nowhere to pick apart like it's just going to be two banks of four sitting there waiting they're not picking it apart like there's no there's no, there's no movement there's no offside there's nothing we're all chilling here in the 16 yard box <laughs> <laughs> the park bus you know what I mean we'll park like you, that kick off you'll see them they're just chilling in the 60 yard box they won't even come up yeah. to the halfway like old Marino would be proud um, <laughs> <laughs> and then finally we've got Leicester and City completely agree with you guys here Pep's gonna teach Leicester a lesson but I don't think Le- um, City are gonna go away from it unscathed um Looking at their last game, the defence is poor. You know, Wolves had so many opportunities to score and the, the City defence has got gaps. And I think Leicester will definitely exploit that with the likes of Barnes and Vardy and some of the other good players um, involved in the team. So I definitely see that being a high scoring goal affair, 3-2. And I think that can go either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do think City are going to win it. I think it's going to be like a 3-2 win to City because... Leicester are not going to let them get away with an easy win, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but those are my predictions. I feel like mm-hmm. to make an example of someone. <laughs> an example. Well, it's not going to be Leicester, in my opinion. <laughs> no, yeah. might, not sure it might be, be the Leicester. team after. But yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Finally, guys, just player picks. Just one player each, guys, that you think is a must have so if we go defense mid attack so just pick one and then once it's gone it's gone i'll let you do the honors once again um james okay so my player picks in defense dean i go luca dean yeah i think that's one that he's people to pick and keep there the whole time midfield obama yang leave okay. him let him be where he's at that is going to get you the points and up front i'm going to stick with um dl dcl Cool. What about yourself, mm-hmm. Jamie? Um, in defence, I would go Lamptey for Brighton. Brilliant Yeah. Um, midfield in midfield. Well, let me go striker because I know I'm going to say Dominic Calvert Lewin. Yeah. It's a bit of a cop out, but man, he's on fire at the moment. And he's got all the service. That's fine. Yeah. You know, and then midfield, I'll go Foden. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like Foden yeah. might get a run out at Leicester if it goes well at half time I feel like he might let him run out so we'll see how it goes <laughs> interesting yeah good choices for myself in the defence area I'll be looking at Sice from Wolves, um, Wolves. he's definitely going to be keeping clean sheets and um, he's got some attack- attacking threat as well so you know for me he's one I'll be interested in having there in in the midfield there's a lot of choices personally that you can go for but I personally think I'm going to go for a City player, same as you, and I would probably differentiate myself from the masses and go for Sterling. 
purely oh. based on the fact that um, when Sterling has a good week, he has an amazing week. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the difference yes. with Sterling is he gets the goals more than he gets the assists. So, you know, for me, that's, mm. that's a plus. He's usually at the end of the move. Exactly. Usually at the end of the move. It's interesting yeah, how yeah. players like drop in and out of favour because like there's like there was season there was parts of last season where it was like Sterling's like one of the most picked players because yeah he's just on fire and then yeah. for some reason he just dips out and people forget about him at the beginning when they're selecting their teams. Like if you look yeah. at sometimes if you look at their percentage picked, it's like like two point five percent. It's like what? Like, yeah. This is not Sterling, like this is guy who, who had like the yeah. most goals and assists goals and assist numbers that rivaled Messi. And here he is on like two point five percent. But hey, what do you do? People, people forget. Crazy. Crazy. Yes. And up front, there are quite a few choices, but I'm gonna actually go once again for a Wolves player in Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the best strikers in my opinion, and he's just so clinical. He he wasn't his best against um against City, but. Honestly, this guy just loves scoring goals and he's got some brilliant fixtures coming up. And at his price, in comparison to some of the other strikers out there, you know, you've got your Canes, you've got your uh, Martials, you know. I think the only person who probably offers a better value for money is DCL. But I think Jimenez is more proven, especially in his mm-hmm. previous season. So he's he's probably my pick mm-hmm. for up front. I think that's a good pick. And as well, value for money as well. Like these guys are not like, these guys are not too crazy expensive. Yeah. Like people can actually get they can, they can actually get. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I think before we go to I want to highlight something about the FPL yeah, Bros team. Um mm-hmm. yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that team finishes off. I'm hoping that team finishes in the top that like, in the top that like, everywhere. So I think our goal with the FPL Bros team this season is to finish in top 100k. Okay. That's our that's our personal goal. If we can achieve top 50k, that would be amazing. I think. Mm. Um, top 100k is our goal, and I think that's achievable. So let's see how yeah, we play it, so. and then next season um, we'll try and we'll try and make sure that you know we go for a higher target. Um, in terms of finishing but what we should also probably let people know is that we will be sharing our team on on twitter mm-hmm. so watch out watch that space um if you want yes, tips yes, on yes, how to model your team mm-hmm. firstly say say no more <laughs> say <more>. tbc <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, if that's it, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. Lovely having the chat today. Um, as always, tune in to find out more about the week. And may the green arrows be with you all. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you soon, guys. All right. See you, see you soon, guys. In a bit. <laughs>